In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus' main business is unlocking things. Follow his story from his manger to his cross and you will see that death and demons and dumb tongues and deaf ears and blind eyes and bad legs and Pharisees, tax collectors, publicans and sinners all get the turnkey treatment from Jesus. Naturally, this strikes you and me as just the right move. If there is anything that we love as Americans and as moderns and as postmoderns, it is being totally untangled, totally unbound, totally unlocked. If there is anything that we love, it is being set free. So far, so good. But Luther once warned us that any word used of Jesus becomes a new word. That's the dangerous thing about Jesus and his story. Jesus is such a big personality with such a long reach that he has a way of blowing up our horizons and giving us more than we have ever asked for. Imagine, for example, if you were St. Simon. Who do you say that I am, says Jesus? You are the Christ, the Son of the living God, says St. Simon. And with that, Simon moves to the head of the class, and Jesus blesses him, and then he blows him up. Jesus changes his name to Peter, and he changes his job to pastor, taking Peter out of his old life as a fisherman and putting Peter into a new life as a locksmith by renaming him and ordaining him. Jesus completely changes Peter's story. This morning, Jesus hands Peter his keys to the kingdom of heaven, and he asks Peter to spend his life opening doors for others, freeing up one tangled sinner after another. This is the point where some folks always want to argue about whether or not Peter was the first pope, or if the keys to the kingdom of heaven are given to pastors or parishioners or both. But let me pass on those questions this morning and make you a better offer. You can have it. This morning you can have as much as you want. In fact, you can have as much as you can carry home. You can have all of it. And you can use it. You can use it as often as you want on anybody you want. Splash around in it. Stick it in your ears. Make a tattoo out of it. Take it in your hands. Adore it. Eat it. Drink it. Love it. Think about it. Ask about it. Talk about it with your families. Whisper it to yourself as you fall asleep tonight. You are free. 
free to take it home this morning and give it to those whom you love. And maybe even more importantly, to give it to those whom you hate. As much as you want, whenever you want it. Isn't that an offer you can't refuse? But remember, Jesus is dangerous. When you do, take it and use it. Jesus will blow you up, giving you far more than you ever asked for. Jesus will change your name and your job and your life as he sees fit. Jesus will completely change your story. There was never anybody as completely blown up as the woman at the beginning of John chapter 8. You know that story, I think. She got caught. She got caught in the act. And she got tied so tightly to that sin that there was nobody in her whole village who knew how to set her free. She was so tangled up and she was so badly broken that the only thing her neighbors could think to do was to kill her. For them it was a mercy killing. After all, if the gates of heaven are locked to adulterers. And by the way, Jesus would say that that includes anybody who went crazy on prom night or has spent a bit too much time with a Victoria's Secret catalog. So if the gates of heaven are closed to adulterers, then there is nothing left to do but pick up the stones and start chucking them at each other. In the end, since we are all going straight to hell, we might as well get started. And so they do. They encircle her with death. And it is Jesus himself who gives the go-ahead. Let's get started, says Jesus. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. And with that, Jesus is turning his key. He is blowing them up. One by one, every last one of them. He is freeing them from their pious illusions about themselves. As if somehow those who haven't been caught in the act are better than those who have. He blows them up one by one, changing their stories, and this is most important, he frees them from the need to die for their own sins. And one by one, as you know, they walk away in the general direction of heaven. Best of all is when Jesus blows up that woman herself and he gives her a brand new story. Is there anybody here who condemns you, he says? She squints into the sunlight and looks around and turns to Jesus and says, 
No one, Lord. Not you, the sunless, son of the, 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 the sinless son of the living God. Not you, you who should. And not my neighbors who could. And not even me myself. I'm so free that I don't have to hate myself for my own sins. I can leave all those here with you, Jesus, and go on to a new story, a new life in the general direction of heaven. As Jesus turned her key, she realized what I hope all of you this morning will realize, that you can leave your sins here with Jesus and he will take care of them. If Jesus takes away your sins... The only way that they can ever hurt you is if you take them back. So what's your story? Now that you've been blown up once again in the liturgy, here is your takeaway, I hope. Faith agrees with Jesus. It is that simple. Faith agrees with Jesus. So if Jesus says you are free then you are free. And if Jesus says, go and sin no more, then go and sin no more. If Jesus says, you are a pastor, then go be a pastor. If Jesus says, you're the church, and I died for you, then you're the church, and he died for you. If Jesus says, take my keys home, and whenever anybody sins against you or around you, stick it in their ear and turn it and set them free, then do it. Because faith agrees with Jesus. But be forewarned. For his trouble, Peter got crucified upside down. And for you, you'll actually discover that not everybody appreciates having a key stuck in their ear. Some folks, you know, will even think it's more fun to throw stones. But this is the church. This is the kingdom of God already open here on earth and the gates of hell will not prevail against it, at least not in this space. And we are the people of God. We are his community in this place. And this is the one place in all the world where Jesus gets applied 70 times 7. This is the only place in all the world where you can get untangled and unbroken and unsick and unlocked. This is the only place in all the world where you can be free, where even after you have been caught in the act of doing really horrible things, your neighbors still drop their rocks and agree to let you have a fresh start. To live your new story of heaven on earth toward someday heaven in heaven. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.